AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You're listening to Comedy Central. Coming to you from New York City, the only city in America. It's The Daily Show. Tonight, podcast delivers justice. DeSantis under scrutiny. And Jennifer Lewis. This is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. fun show for you tonight. Water is the new cocaine. Podcasts are the new defense attorneys, and the Republican Party now has two Donald Trumps. So, let's do this, people. Let's jump straight into today's headlines. All right. Before we get into the big stories, let's catch up on a few other things going on in the world. First up, an executive from the vegan burger company Beyond Meat was arrested after a fight in which he allegedly bit another man's nose. (laughs) Which, goddamn, when vegans have a cheat day, they really go hard. (laughs) They go hard. In health news, the FDA has officially warned people not to do a TikTok trend called the NyQuil challenge, which is where people are cooking chicken in NyQuil. (laughs) And I don't know, I mean, this sounds fake to me, But if it's not, why would you stop it, huh? (laughs) White people are finally seasoning their chicken. That's a win. (laughs) Let them do it. Let them go. Oh, and in international news, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is facing criticism after a video circulated showing him singing Bohemian Rhapsody at a London hotel two nights before the Queen's funeral. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, people people are saying it was disrespectful and, and they're right. You, 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 don't, you don't sing a song by Queen when the Queen has died. <laughs> That's insulting. You sing Wu-Tang, it was her favorite group. <laughs> no, but seriously, I don't, I don't get why people are so angry about this. Who cares? It's not like he's saying, another one bites the dust, you know? 
a little too sensitive. But let's move on to some of the biggest stories of the day, starting with a criminal case that was probably in your ears every Thursday morning back in 2014. A judge in Baltimore today overturned the murder conviction of Adnan Syed, whose case was featured in the hit podcast Serial, and ordered his release from prison. Syed, now 41, walked out of the courthouse after spending more than two decades behind bars. In vacating the ruling, the judge found that the original prosecutors did not turn over evidence to the defense that could have helped Syed. And evidence uncovered since would have added, quote, substantial and significant probability that the result would have been different. The decision to vacate Syed's conviction came down just hours ago, and tonight he's back home with family. And as you can see in this video, one of the first things he did is go right for the fridge and dive into some leftovers. I'm sorry, this, this is an insane story. This guy was sentenced to life in prison. Then years later, a podcast brings attention to his case. And now after 22 years locked up, he gets to go home. And I know, I know people are celebrating this and I understand why, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I find it weird that America confuses fixing a mistake with a happy ending. You know what I mean? I'm like, good news, we got out of Afghanistan. Why were you there in the first place? Good news, we got emergency water to Jackson, Mississippi. Why do you need emergency water? Good news, we took all the pink slime out of the meat. The pink what now? <laughs> and so yes, happy, but come on people, you know? I will, show, I will say it was heartwarming though to see him back home with his family eating leftovers, you know? <laughs> Yeah, no, just because knowing families, there's probably one uncle who's like, who the hell had my leftovers? <laughs> I know you did 20 years, but I was saving that. <laughs> but can you imagine that that guy was in prison since the year 2000? Think about all the things he's missed out on. Huh? He's gonna be chatting to his friends like, oh man, I'm so excited to be free. Let's go to an R. Kelly concert. They'll be like, ah, <laughs> got some bad news. Yeah. <laughs> but this does raise a big question, right? What does it say about America? that it takes a podcast to help free a man from prison. Because what I think it says is that either America needs to reform its justice system or podcasts need to become part of the justice system. <laughs> yeah, think about it, think about it. Everyone hates jury duty, but everyone loves podcasts. <laughs> so maybe we get rid of juries and just have everyone in America listen to the podcast and then they all vote. It just becomes a nationwide jury. <laughs> They're paying attention. They actually care. Yeah, because this is something I've realized. If you add entertainment, Americans are always interested. Like, nobody wants to sit in a courtroom, ah, but people have watched 700 seasons of Law and Order. Sometimes <laughs> during jury duty, they're like, this is boring, I'm gonna watch more law. <laughs> Think about it. if the trial was a podcast, everybody wins, right? Justice is served, jurors on board, and best of all, everyone gets to go home with a promo code for a shirt that you don't have to tuck in. <laughs> Now, here, here's the thing, the, the full story is this. It, it wasn't just the podcast that helped free Syed. Uh, what happened was, Syed got lucky enough that his case came up for review to a prosecutor who used to be a public defender, right? And that prosecutor dug through the case files deeper than she had to and found all sorts of problems with the original prosecution. So she asked the judge to vacate the conviction and let Syed go, yeah. And they did this while they decide whether or not to put him on trial again. But remember, the prosecutor didn't have to do any of that. She could have just said, uh, yeah, maybe it wasn't a completely fair trial, but tough shit. But no, she said, no. If we're gonna put somebody in prison, it has to be without any doubt. And that shows you the difference between a justice system 
that wants justice versus a system that just wants to put people in prison. This prosecutor is like those employees in the shoe store who offer to check in the back when they don't have your size. <laughs> you know what I mean? When they actually go, like, well, let me check in the back, as opposed to those employees we are like, sorry, man, I ain't got your size. You're like, can you check in the back? They're like, no, it'll be better if you just chop off your feet. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Get more people like that. But let's move on to some news about climate change. Because no matter what else is going on, climate change is still happening. Yeah, the ice caps are melting. It's not like they're like, oh, damn, did you see that Adam Levine story on TikTok? I'll melt later because you got to check this out. No. But climate change is still getting worse. And it doesn't mean that it's gotten worse for everybody, though. In fact, in Mexico, the effects of climate change have created business opportunities for drug cartels. An investigation by Vice News has found that Mexico's notorious Sinaloa drug cartel is now in the water business. After a major drought dried up lakes and rivers across northern Mexico, the cartel began siphoning off anything that remained and selling it to farmers and businesses. In some cases, they even hijacked water trucks at gunpoint. Yeah, you hear that? Drug cartels are running water now controlling the water. We laughed at the fire festival guy, but sooner or later, every one of us is gonna be sucking <laughs> for a bottle of Poland Spring. Because <laughs> here's the thing, just because climate change happens gradually, doesn't mean it's not a crisis. Right? People watch Mad Max and they're like, oh, that's a bit unrealistic. But remember, that's not day one. It didn't start like that. Immortan Joe didn't roll up into the office like that. It was gradual. <laughs> and if drug cartels are not gonna be selling water, that means now we have to be worried about whether or not it's pure. And for all we know, they're gonna start cutting it with like, like urine or, <laughs> yeah, or even worse, Dasani, you never know. <laughs> and if you're not disturbed about what's happening in, in, in Mexico, you should be because water is a resource, people. It's a resource that everyone needs to survive. It's not something that should be controlled by drug cartels. That's Nestle's business. <laughs> And Sinaloa stepping on their goddamn turf pendejo. <laughs> Speaking of climate change, as the world tries to become more green, one of the major challenges has been airplanes, right? The problem is it's hard to make them green and we need them, we use them for everything. You know, shipping products, people, you know, dragging giant signs across the sky so people know that there's a mattress sale. <laughs> Without planes, how are you ever gonna join the Mile High Club, huh? <laughs> Have you ever tried to smash in a hot air balloon? The splinters get everywhere. Plus, that old man is judging you the whole time. Well, you paid for an hour, so you still got 57 minutes left, kid. <laughs> so the truth is, we're gonna have to get serious about fighting climate change, even if it means taking some big swings, which is why Air Canada has made an exciting new announcement. Air Canada is buying electric planes for the first time. It is purchasing 30 battery-powered regional aircraft from Hart Aerospace, a Swedish company. The planes can carry up to 30 passengers and will generate zero emissions. Now that's what I'm talking about, people. Electric planes, cleaner, efficient, quieter. So now you'll really be able to hear the baby crying behind you, you know? <laughs> I was like, oh, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm excited for this, you know? Like I can't, I can't wait to fly on maybe the second or third one they make. I... <laughs> Like, let them fly for a year and then I'll jump on. I'm gonna jump on immediately. I mean, like, here's the thing. They won't even let us fly with a big battery on a plane because they're scared it'll burst into flames. But now the whole plane is just a big battery? You want me to be comfortable with that? 
I'm just saying. It's not a no. Maybe we just make everything on the ground electric first before we do it in the sky. It's going to be dope when you think about it, you know, because once electric planes are going, it's going to be easy. You just leave them plugged in, charging at the airport, and boom, zero emissions. We should also prepare ourselves, though, for that occasional flight when we find out at 30,000 feet that the plane wasn't fully charged because, <laughs> yeah, because the plug did that thing where it just hangs off. <laughs> you know, the plug does that. Now you're on 4%. I was just like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, does anybody have a portable charger? I'm, jo I'm joking. That's not how technology works. Come on, people. If the plane gets low on battery, you just put it in airplane mode. Problem solved. Come on. <laughs> All right, finally. <laughs> finally. Here's a story. Here's a story I have to share with you guys because I, I can't tell if it's amazing or terrifying or both. Like, how many ants do you guys think there are on Earth? Huh? A billion? A, a, a trillion? Well, it turns out you're way off. And the Washington Post reports scientists calculated how many ants are on Earth. And they say the number is unimaginable. Scientists from the University of Hong Kong analyzed hundreds of studies and concluded that there are nearly 20 quadrillion ants burrowing around the planet. Uh, there are about two and a half million ants for every person. Wow. 20 quadrillion ants on the planet. I heard that news today and I was like, what? That doesn't even sound like a real number. Sounds like what I'd make up if someone asked me how many ants there are on the planet. I'd be like, I don't know, like 20 quadrillion? <laughs> but no, an actual scientist has counted them all. <laughs> and I mean, that's the person I feel bad for. Yeah. Because they were probably like 17 quadrillion and 35, 17 quadrillion and 36. I was like, hey, Sam, you want to grab a coffee? Oh, I was in the middle of something. Oh, one, two, three. And you heard what they said. They said this number means there are 2.5 million ants for every person. And that's really bad news. Yeah, because I can fight like 20 ants tops. After that, I'm leaving the picnic. <laughs> all right, that's it for the headlines. But before we go to break, it's time to check in on all the latest social media trends with our very own Ronnie Chang, everybody! <laughs> Ronnie Chang! Look at that face. Look at that face. Oh. Hey, Trevor. Hey, how's it going, man? What's, uh, what's happening online, Ronnie? How's it going? Online? Oh, it's... it's uh... Terrible. Uh, been reading it all day, and it feels like someone's been taking a sledgehammer to my crotch, and uh, not in a fun way, you know what I mean? Uh, but other than that, uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, excited for fall. Uh, Halloween's coming up, right? Uh, probably gonna dress up like a cat. Uh, meow, meow, meow. Right, so, uh, anyway, uh, so as you know, uh, the big dumb trend of the day is happening on TikTok, uh, where people are cooking chicken with NyQuil, otherwise known as chicken a la Cosby. And um, <laughs> my question is, why are people complaining? Okay, this might be the best TikTok challenge yet. I mean, dumb teenagers are gonna eat this, get sleepy, and then what, go to bed? Where's the downside? And everyone's like, I know, looking at this, going like, uh, that's disgusting, uh, who can eat this, it's gross. 
Guys, this isn't even close to being the grossest food I've seen in America, okay? Let me tell you, I eat in a middle school cafeteria twice a week and that shit is inedible, right? You call those fish sticks? Now, <clears throat> for legal reasons, uh, the party poopers, uh, otherwise known as the lawyers, have said that I cannot encourage anyone to abuse NyQuil. So, for the record, do not eat delicious NyQuil chicken. <laughs> But the most annoying thing on the internet today is uh, because of this serial podcast, everyone's espousing the benefits of podcasting. All these people trying to free other people from prison using podcasts. Let me tell you something, okay? Right now in prison, it's mostly Trump advisors and January 6th rioters, okay? <laughs> so let's just think this through a little bit, okay? Do you want to get the Capitol destroyed? Enough already. Enough, enough with the podcast. Enough podcasting. It's gotten to the point where every unqualified loser with a mouth and a microphone has a podcast now, all right? I mean, just, just look at this guy, all right? Look at this. New podcast episode drops tomorrow. Okay, first of all, you don't drop a podcast episode, okay? This isn't a Kendrick Lamar album. Also, on second thought, oh, that's a really nice title. Here's a third thought. Do you need a TV show and a podcast? I mean, how much do you need to hear yourself speak? And look at this, look at this pensive podcasting face here. Oh, I'm so serious. Oh, look, at my look at me being serious. It almost looks like you freed someone from prison with your podcast. Have you? Have you gotten anyone out of prison? Free Steve Bannon, man. Free my boy Bannon. Yo, Bannon, what's up? Hang in there, we'll gain you out. And by the way, by the way, 20 quadrillion ants, that's too many ants, all right? Someone should get on that. Back to, back to you, Trevor. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you so much, Ronnie Chang. All right, when we come back, we'll tell you who is out-trumping Donald Trump, so don't go away. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. As you know, last week the immigration debate in America was reignited once again by Ron DeSantis. 
Florida governor and the dad of your school bully. You see, for months now, Republican governors in Arizona and Texas have been trying to draw attention to border security by busing migrants to places like New York and Chicago. But DeSantis took things up a notch by hiring a plane to take 48 Venezuelan migrants from Texas and drop them off in Martha's Vineyard. And if DeSantis was looking for attention, well, he definitely got it. Some Democratic lawmakers want the Justice Department to open an investigation after 50 Venezuelan migrants were flown to Martha's Vineyard last week. This morning, a Texas sheriff launching a criminal investigation against Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Massachusetts authorities want a federal human trafficking probe into what it calls inhumane acts by DeSantis and others. They were told there was a surprise present for them and that there would be jobs and housing awaiting for them when they arrived. This was obviously a sadistic lie. They were lured by false pretenses and then transported across state lines. That is enough evidence to open a criminal investigation for the federal crime of kidnapping by inveiglement. Kidnapping by inveiglement? I swear to God, Republicans are gonna give me a law degree by the time this shit is over, because <laughs> we keep learning about new things, inveiglement. But yeah, basically, DeSantis tried to pull a stunt that may have turned into an actual crime. But it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me that Ron DeSantis is doing this. He looks kind of like a human trafficker. <laughs> no, no, for real, look at him. Just look at him, look at him. Tell me. <laughs> Tell me that's not the pose of a man who's smuggling a group of Venezuelans up his butt. <laughs> look at that guy. I'm gonna explode. So to many, uh, to many Democrats, especially, DeSantis is basically just a kidnapper in a frumpy suit. But what's interesting is over in MAGA world, DeSantis has been getting a hero's welcome. This weekend in Kansas, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis received a standing ovation from Republican voters when he talked about the southern border. As stunts go, this has been a, a, an incredibly brilliant stunt. Obviously a boss move by DeSantis. I think this is brilliant. They need to do more. Tomorrow, Martha's Vineyard needs 100. The next day, they need 200. The next day, they need 1,000. Martha's Vineyard lost their mind. Ron DeSantis, he's playing chess here. Democrats and our allies in the media, they're playing checkers. The hypocrisy is now out in the open. This is amazing. This is checkmate. Ooh, checkmate. Yeah. I like how Republicans are like, no, no, we're not using immigrants as pawns, but also checkmates. As you can see, conservatives, they're just their pants over this thing. It was brilliant. A boss move. Yes, queen. <laughs> Martha's Vineyard lost their mind. And by the way, did it really? Did it? Did Martha's Vineyard lose its mind? 50 migrants showed up out of nowhere, and the people of Martha's Vineyard gave them food and shelter and then exchanged hugs with them as they boarded buses to leave. Now, I know Ted Cruz has never been hugged before, so he may have thought that they were trying to strangle each other, but that doesn't look like people losing their minds to me. And this really shows you how America is living in two completely separate realities right now. In the democratic world, this was a heartless and illegal stunt. In MAGA world, this was the most brilliant thing anyone's done since Jesus invented the era 15. <laughs> yeah, Democrats say Martha's Vineyard proved DeSantis wrong by welcoming the migrants with open arms. MAGA world says they proved DeSantis right by shipping the migrants off to a military base after two days. It's pretty wild. I mean, at this point, America's basically the multiverse. There's one universe where DeSantis is a god, and simultaneously another universe where he's headed to prison and has those hot dogs for fingers. 
But believe it or not, believe it or not, there is actually one conservative who is upset with DeSantis. And you'll never guess who it is. Rolling Stone reports that Trump is upset about DeSantis's decision to fly nearly 50 migrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard last week, not because he thinks it was a depraved and irresponsible and inhumane practice to target asylum seekers. No, Trump is angry because it was his idea first. According to the story, the former president, quote, vented that DeSantis's latest stunt was yet another one of my ideas that the governor allegedly stole from Trump. Oh, man, poor Donald Trump. He's just sitting at home like, you stole my idea. And by the way, stealing stuff is also my idea. Read the news. Read it in week. My idea. But you know what's really telling here is that in a way, Trump has a point, right? He is the guy who came up with the idea of turning all politics into a series of stunts. That is what he did. The Muslim ban, build the wall, that shit didn't solve anything, but it got the people going. And now pulling stunts has become the driving force of the Republican Party. But Trump, he's stuck watching it on the sidelines. Yeah. And I feel bad for you, Mr. Trump. But the fact is, Ron DeSantis, you see what he's doing? He's slowly becoming the Republican Party now, stealing your tricks, making it his own. And so you, get a, you better get used to this. You better get used to being smuggled in his butthole for the ride. <laughs> All right, stay tuned, because when we come back, Jennifer Lewis is going to be joining me on the show. So don't go away. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Tonight is an award-winning actor and singer you know from Blackish and everything else. She's here to talk about her new book, Walking in My Joy. Please welcome the legendary Jennifer Lewis. I'm not gonna flirt. <laughs> I am ready, ready. 
wore this. Look at I, I wore skin. Miss Jennifer Lewis, welcome yes, back baby. to The Daily Show. How Thank are you? Thank you, Pumpkin. I am wow. I am on a whirlwind book tour. Guys, no, no, no. I am having the time of my life, baby. You know this is what I do. I love the audience, the live audiences. You don't, you don't just do it, you do it well. You know, <laughs> I, I, was, I was reading through your resume again. I was, I was like, this is insane. You are a part of America's entertainment culture. I mean, everything from 400 different episodes of TV shows and, mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, you have, what is it, like almost 70 movies that you've been in. There's four Broadway shows. You've been on, you've been in animated shows. You, you've been I'm everywhere. I'm doing 15 animations right now. 15? Wait, wait, wait. In 15 different voices. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. And so, it feels very belated, but I have to say, congratulations on getting your star on the Hollywood oh. Walk of Fame. Oh. Thank you. What a moment. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, um, it was just, it was a glorious day. It, uh, that's the only word I can use for it. I was, I was so happy to be in my skin to accept something that wonderful, to become part of that cultural treasure that is, you know, my stone, my my name carved in marble. I'm like, yay! <laughs> but, um, you know, what was important about that day is I told the audience when I accepted that it wasn't my work on camera and on stage. It was the work off stage. Mm. I'm bipolar. I went and took care of myself, mm. my, my, my soul. And, and the disease itself, the disorder itself, I wanted to enjoy the fruits of my labor. I never thought I'd run around quoting the Constitution, but we all have a right to pursue happiness. I love that. Wow, I love that. Yes, and I tell people, baby, baby, wait. You, you don't think you're gonna get somewhere and be happy. You gotta be happy on your way to happy. Cause you can't, no, really. You know, we think we're gonna get somewhere. Look, baby girl, you take yourself with you. If you're depressed at home, you're gonna be depressed at work. If you're depressed at work, you're gonna be depressed when you have sex. Well, I wasn't, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the book is all about that. Yes. Obviously, you were on the show, and we, we, we enjoyed your memoir, which did exceptionally well. And this, this is a different type of book. I, I loved it because the memoir was your journey. The memoir was, was a linear storytelling of yes. how you came to be the legend that we know and love. But Walking in My Joy, I love that, in these streets, yeah. is a series of essays that I, I, I feel like gives us an insight into the things that inspire you to be joyful every single day. Absolutely. Um, I, I live on purpose. I write it down. Journaling is one of the greatest tools to pulling oneself together, to gather your thoughts. Hmm. You know, we think the same thoughts every day. Over and over, we go to bed the same way, we eat sometimes the same food. Come on, guys. When we get out there in the streets, especially after COVID, we have to be more kind to each other. More kind, I say it that way, I could say kinder but more kind. Mm. 
It's a difference. We have to be patient with one another. You know, they're the, the new workers. The world has changed. The world is also in mourning. I just left Cambodia. I went down to Angkor Wat. Jesus, go if you can, darling. <laughs> oh my God, I've never seen anything like it in my life. It's stunning, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. Look it up. <laughs> and I went on to Agra, India, and saw the Taj Mahal. Wow. I went to Petra. Wow. Uh, to uh, uh, in Jordan, the Hills of Moses. And I saw the, the, the Grand Mosque in Abu Dhabi. Baby, I went around the world. Uzbekistan in Central Asia. But listen. When I go to these places, I don't go, just go see the touristy sites. I tell my God, baby, take me to the trenches. I want to see the people. Mm. What's going on? I went to South Africa. I saw where Mandela stayed for 27 years. Mm. And when I got back home, I said, hey, little Jenny Lewis, you owe time to give it back. Trevor, I got everything I wanted. I did. I got fame. I got fortune. I love this. I love this. Listen, listen. You, you listen. I got joy. I got joy. But listen here. That fortune I'm talking about, don't ask me for no money. <laughs> don't ask me for shit. <laughs> you gotta love me. You, you have some of the best, I can see now, I can see now how the book comes to be because you have these stories in the book. I mean, you talk about traveling, coming face to face with a water buffalo in Africa. You, Baby. You, you talk about one of the craziest moments I've ever heard of somebody having in an airport where <laughs> the SWAT gave, basically gets called because somebody said you, you had a gun Dumb when you didn't. Don't ask Nancy the piano player. <laughs> I'm on my way to Nevada Springs, uh, Springs Beauty Nevada to do a concert in the 80s. We're walking through the gangway. We're joking around me and my piano player, right? She gets up to the door. Oh my God. She looks at the stewardess because we've been laughing and I might have said, way back there, girl, I'll kill you if you don't stop. <laughs> you know, wait, wait, wait. So we're laughing and laughing. She gets down there and says to the stewardess, <laughs> careful, she's got a gun. <laughs> she got out was I still had a New York address and they let her out. They knew she, they knew she didn't have a gun. They used it as uh, a practice. Wow, in really? Case, in case, yeah, they knew that girl. I didn't have a gun and they knew we were just kids. We were in our 20s, for God's sake. Nobody have a gun. <laughs> and they knew it, but they used it as a drill. I mean, they stormed through the back wow. of the plane, baby. There were SWAT teams, tanks. I was like, damn. <laughs> for little old me. <laughs> Baby, it, no, so don't joke at the airport. I know you know it now. That was, that was before 9-11, honey. You say that shit now, it's over. Hey, <laughs> take your ass out. 
Every single story in the book is like this. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. I love you. Always great having you. Thank you. It's like a private show. Thank you. (laughs) Walking in my joy is available now. Jennifer Lewis, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Thank you so much. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Well, that's our show for tonight. I just wanted to remind you, before we go, before we go, much of Puerto Rico is still without power in the wake of Hurricane Fiona. So please consider supporting Hispanic Federation. They're already on the ground and they're providing emergency relief services and essential supplies to the communities most affected by the storm. So if you can, please donate at the link below. The next few days are essential to getting all the services to the people who need it. Until next time, stay safe out there. And remember, if someone you don't recognize knocks on your door, don't open it could be two and a half million ants in disguise. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.